Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Kolb Strong Power Podcast with your host, Jimmy Kolb. It is my pleasure to share my knowledge here with you on all things powerlifting, equipped lifting, and competing. Each week, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my training tips, with heavy emphasis on bench pressing. How's it going, everybody? I'm really happy to have you here today. It is a powerful Wednesday. It is a topic of conversation with episode 11 of this Power Podcast. Before I begin, did you know that the bench used to be a contested lift that was performed on the floor? Before the bench was ever invented, athletes would sit on the floor, roll a loaded barbell to their hips, they would lay back, and with a thrusting motion of their lower body, they would throw the bar into the air, catch it with their hands, and then press from that position. That is how it used to be contested. It was a floor press. Then eventually the bench was invented. It became a regulated lift in competition, the lift that we all know today. So the topic of today is, should I be using a RAM or a similar bench tool before I start my big shirted sets in my workouts? It's a bit of a complicated subject, so right into it. Uh, Right out the gate, I use the Rams. I use the Titan Rams uh, because I am loyal to the Titan products, being a sponsored athlete through AndersonPowerlifting.com. Ever since I've been 18 years old, I've been using these Rams, different models, different versions. They have the Ram, the Super Ram, and the Supercharged Ram, which are single, double, and uh, triple ply, respectively. After the Slingshot came out way back when, every company sort of came out with their own version, their own model. They all essentially do pretty much the same thing. And most of them, here's the thing to keep in mind, most if not all of them are made of wrap material. And wrap material gets its elasticity from interwoven rubber. Okay, that is that is what makes the wrap stretch. And there's different strengths of wrap, we all know that. So that's one thing to really keep in mind when you're using these bench tools. They're not going to perform the same as a bench shirt, a poly or a denim, which obviously is less popular these days, but it still exists. These bench shirts work off of compression. That is how these shirts work. That is why they are so difficult to use and they hurt so bad. They work off of compression. So when you when the question is brought up, should I be using a bench tool before I begin my shirted sets, you have to keep that fact in mind. These bench tools are going to perform and aid you in a completely different manner than these bench shirts. Instead of compression, it is going to work off of that elasticity of the rubber and the rebound. So when I go into a workout, I have a goal in mind to get into my bench shirt, hit a certain number or a certain number of reps off a certain board or what have you. Um, you know, I want to keep everything pretty much uniform. The bench shirt performs in a certain way, and the bench tool performs in a different way. So I don't like mixing the two. This is because obviously I compete with real bench shirts. I compete with the polys, what are legal in the competitions, single ply, multiply, and whatever. And all I want to spend all of my time and focus in that workout continuing to master and perfect my technique with the bench shirt. Because as we all know, it takes years 
of dedicated hard work and consistency to be good and efficient in these polyester bench shirts. They are very difficult to use and they can be painful uh, when you get into the multiply stuff. A lot of pressure. So I don't like spending some of my time and energy focusing on, say, some RAM work and before I jump into my gear. My goal of the day is to hit a certain weight or a certain number in my poly shirt. I want to focus on just that poly shirt. Now, having said that, once in a while, when I'm done with all my main work in my shirt, I will throw on a RAM and maybe try and hit a PR rep set with a certain weight, maybe six, seven, nine, or whatever, how many hundreds of pounds, and try and you know do something like that when it's all said and done, and now I don't have to focus on the shirt, I can focus on something else. Maybe treat the RAM work as an accessory of sorts. Or there are days where I will do just RAM work. I will just get in my supercharged RAM for the day. Maybe I don't feel like getting in my shirt. Maybe I don't want to stretch it out that, you know, stretch it out more of that workout. Or maybe my skin hasn't grown back on the back of my arms yet. And I'm not just, I'm just not feeling it. So I can get in my supercharged RAM, still handle a lot of weight, get weights to touch a lot easier because they are easier to use. There's not really a groove involved. You just bring the weight down and it touches and you can throw it back up. Uh, that's a good way to get some good work in without really feeling the stress of a bench shirt. Uh, again, I, I do still use a lot of weight. I don't particularly like going uh, light. Uh, I never have. But it, you know, it is a good change up. It is a good way for me to handle the heavy loads without the stress of the bench shirt. Maybe I'm far enough from a competition where I don't really need to bench in my shirt every single weekend about three months out that's no that's a no no brainer i'll be in my shirt every single weekend and then obviously the ram will be used as an accessory tool maybe on my accessory wednesday my not shirted bench day because the supercharged ram is not a shirt it is a bench tool perfect for training um but yeah no i will uh only focus on one item at a time so to speak the only exception to that general rule that I follow of having one set material for the day is, let's say I have a, I'm very prone to getting a lot of knots in my pectorals. For whatever reason, I've always had that problem. I'll get a knot in my pec and it will sting and it will hurt. And obviously the only way to get those things out is by applying an immense amount of pressure. Uh, you know, a, a muscle put under tension will knot up and a knotted muscle put under tension will loosen up and I will have bruising. I'll be very, very sore. So whether I'm very sore from having a knot in my pec or getting a knot out, uh, sometimes I will throw on one of the lighter RAM models, say like the regular RAM or the super RAM. Uh, in my warm-up sets, I will use a RAM because I, I physically am not able to press a lot of weight raw. Maybe it still really hurts or it stings. Then once I get into my gear, that's going to protect the muscles. Obviously, that's the original idea of the gear was to prevent injury with the benefit of lifting more weight. Obviously, these days it is flip-flopped. The goal is to lift more weight with the benefit of not getting injured. So at the end of it all, I don't really suggest mixing the two together in a workout, unless, of course, you're maybe recovering from a slight injury or you're not feeling really up to the raw weight. Maybe you're hurting real bad before you get in your shirt. That's a good way to warm up and protect your body before you get into your actual gear. Uh, like I said, when I'm done benching in my gear, sometimes I'll throw on a ram to do some extra sets, maybe use it as an accessory movement, what have you. But if you want to bench in your shirt, and we all know, like I said, it takes so long to be proficient. I'm still learning after 16 years of lifting. 
I'm still learning things. I'm still trying to avoid bad habits and I'm constantly getting critiqued by my training partners and my wife. So I want to put all my time and focus into the shirt that day. So that is all I have for you on the subject of whether or not I should be using a bench tool before I get into my actual shirt during a workout. I really hope you walked away with something valuable from this episode today. I'm getting a lot of consistent listeners. I really appreciate that. I hope you are benefiting from all the information I have to share with you and that you are growing as an individual athlete and you're going to hit a lot of PRs and personal bests in the gym and on the platform. If you could please subscribe to the show, check out the show notes. There's a link where you can click on it. Ask me any question you want for a future episode. Go follow me on Instagram, which is at Colbstrong. And we also have the Colbstrong Power Community going up, which is hosted through Patreon. There's a lot of information on there that you're not going to find anywhere else. It's very interactive and personal. There are four tiers to choose from. And depending on what tier you decide to go with per month will determine on how much information you get out of me every week. And by the way, that is seven days a week I'm putting out information out there. So please, as always, have a fantastic rest of your day.